episode 12. back like a bad rash like i said before been missing for a little bit here daryl got sick for a little bit my computer was down then our schedules didn't line up and so on but everybody was complaining so much i figured we'd just throw one out i don't even have a set we have a topic but not necessarily uh it's not scripted all that well and i don't care because this what this whole show is about is just a couple of guys just sitting around bullshitting about music which we do anyway figured to throw the recording on and you guys could hear it too. Anyways, I'm Leon. This is my good buddy, Daryl. How are you doing today? Doing good. And you are listening to Music Myths and Cannabis. Um, the funny thing about today's show is we're going to talk about album covers, but there's so many stories behind album covers that I just, we're not going to cover all of them today. So if we cover, we, if we talk about an album cover and you're like, oh, well, why didn't they mention this? Why didn't they? I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't give a shit because we're just babbling. But um, uh, album covers, there's so many ways you could look at it. You could talk about, like, the artist or the, the myth behind it. I mean, the Beatles the albums have so many myths about Paul's death behind their album covers. And then you got, um, do you know where album covers come from? Like, when it started? No, I don't, actually. I know that sounds like a strange question, but apparently before in about 1930, they were just in this cardboard sleeve. And you would just buy it. And I think it was Capitol Re- Records about 1930. And the first one was uh, for a Beethoven album. And they just put, I don't even know if there was m- that much artwork on it. I think it just simply said Beethoven's whatever symphony. And and uh, and ever since then, it's just exploded. But back in the day, <clears throat> like about 70s and shit, when you'd get an album, it was a whole experience, right? You remember that? You yeah, know, you get... Yeah, it'd be nice to have in your hands. You open it up, see uh, the insides. And it was large. It wasn't like yeah. the size of a cassette or a, even a disc. Um, lyrics, too, sometimes. Lyrics, or even some weird shit. Like, remember, um, what was that? Cheech and Chong album, The Big Bamboo? Yeah, they had the big uh, paper. Enormous rolling paper inside. Him. I don't remember how big it was. was. Kiss had, like, the love gun that came with their album in 77. And it came with a gun? Yeah, some kind of gun or something. Was it, like, a fold-up I paper thing? I don't know for sure. I don't know. I didn't know about that one. Yeah, sometimes they throw out a gimmicky thing, like uh, some of them would throw in a T-shirt even. Yeah. You ever see that? Yeah, I never got one myself. But yeah. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what about when they have a, a band puts out a, a certain album, and then some of them you get one, and it's like blue. Yeah. You ever get that? Saying. Yeah, yeah. Or even like Sticks. Remember Sticks? That Sticks, uh, par- I think, Parad- Paradise Theater. Okay. I, I had like the gatefold one for that, I think. It folded out. Okay. Uh, if you took the album out, just looked like a regular black album, LP, a vinyl. And then if you just kind of tilted it ever so slightly, it had that, like that smear you see of oil on w- the top of water. Yeah, yeah. It was that, but it was uh, this whole picture of, of of the Paradise Theater. Hmm. I always thought that was cool. And then they had those, uh, remember those vinyl albums that had the pictures? Like, I don't remember Peter Frampton's one for some reason. Yeah, yeah. What do what they call it? Picture discs? Like picture discs, yeah. I guess. I have a few. Oh, do you? Who do you got? I know I have a wasp one for sure. Wasp. <laughs> we are sexual perverts, apparently. We are. <laughs> um, they're, they're, that's a funny band. They're out of Australia, aren't they? No, they're from L.A. Really? Yeah. Who was I think? Oh, Crocus. The Switzerland. 
Okay. I guess I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, did I mention this is the drinking show? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not really. I just We are going to have a couple of drinks, but uh, it's only a half hour show, so how fucked up can we get? Yeah. <laughs> Depends how early you started. Uh, just a minute ago. Yeah. Um, so anyways, albums, yeah, uh, 1930 that, that came out, and then uh, by the time the 60s hit, it was in full bloom. So I was thinking we could talk about some albums, um, like what albums have you had that you went like, holy shit, look at this picture. Um, pro- probably like the Maiden ones for me was the Eddie at With first, Eddie. you know? Right on. Stuff like that. I always dig that kind of artwork and stuff. Like the, not, I don't want to say Halloween type stuff, but... Um, like yeah, the, like monster kind of stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who, who else like just stood out to you? Doesn't mean it doesn't have to have a story behind it, but it just stood out to you. Probably the Rage Against the Machine album. Oh, fuck, man. I got a story about that. Um, so, do you know the picture that's on there? Do you know anything about that guy? I know it's some monk that set himself on fire. I don't know exactly the whole thing that went down. Yeah, so what's the word they call it? Im, Im, immolation. Okay. So that means you set yourself on fire in protest of some type of political yeah. situation. So <clears throat> if you ever see the Rage Against the Machine album cover i think the album's actually called just rage against machine and yeah 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 and um there's a guy and he's he's just completely in flames and he's just kind of falling over and he obviously he's an asian dude i mean i mean obviously because if you see him you'll yeah. see that he's an asian dude i think he's asian it I says he's a buddhist monk so he uh that picture is real like that guy literally set himself on fire and in uh, what is it 70s maybe or something like that the the photographer the guy he actually won time picture time of the time of yeah. the year photo of the year or something like that but that was the actual picture like that guy really set himself on fire and it had such an impact that it actually changed uh, G- uh jfk's stance on supporting that country yeah because um, it brought out the uh the political bullshit that uh, he didn't want to stick behind which i thought was pretty interesting and of course rage against the machine has tom morello and he's very yeah. he's very <laughs> polit- political uh i love tom morello yeah he's i love rage yeah do you listen to his show I don't. You should, man. It is awesome. And he, he usually has his mom on there. She just recently turned a hundred. Oh wow! Which is freaking awesome. But, um, but Tom Morello, like he's he's not some he's not some idiot or nothing. Like he's got a, a bachelor degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, political science. Uh, his dad was actually some kind of <clears throat> political dude. <clears throat> excuse me, political dude down in Kenya. He ended up being the president of Kenya. Hmm. Um, he didn't have a whole lot of interaction with his dad though. They moved to the states. And he got treated like shit because he That's was half black. One album, though, that I bought, I never even heard of Rage Against the Machine. I went into AMB Sound just buying some CDs and only bought that for the album cover. Really? And I got it home and I was like, oh my God. Like, this Fucking is a, awesome. Amazing. And I got you turned on. You can't do that anymore because, you know, no. you hear everything before it's released. <laughs> See, that's pretty cool because I didn't know that. And the cool thing about that is because I got introduced to them, to them from you. Yeah. You sent me. I was bugging you. I was in Saskatchewan, I think, at the time, and I was bugging you. You gotta send me some music, like make me a mixtape or this yeah, yeah. that. And sure enough, you ended up giving me some uh, some rage, rage, yeah, uh, uh, Alice in Chains, Jane's Addiction, Probably some Tool, <clears throat> absolutely some Tool, and uh, uh, Rage. I'd listen to that constantly. That was just an awesome album. And one another cool thing about you can Rage. still put that on it. It's, it's timeless, right? <clears throat> well, speaking of timeless, uh, I was watching a concert. I have that channel I was telling you about. I think they want to call it cello, but it starts with a Q, so I'm not quite sure how they want to say it. Yeah. And it's all about music and concerts. And so I sat back and I watched a concert of Rage Against Machine in England. And the funny thing about that was 
the only the reason why they put that concert on was because it was in protest of Simon Cowell being in control of the hits. So every every some every somebody that Simon backed up ended up having a number one hit in England. And they finally said, "Well, this is bullshit. This is we know that this is like totally scripted." So what they did was there was a couple on Facebook. I couldn't tell you their name because we weren't prepared to talk about this, <laughs> but they got Facebook people to call into radio shows and constantly request killing in the name of and they did that and they got so many phone calls that it 17 years after the album was released killing in the name of became the number one song in england just from those phone calls yeah that's amazing so that showed that uh simon cowell was pretty much controlling the situation but anyways they um so that happened and and rage had heard that this thing was going on and they said if, if you get to a certain amount of or if they get the number one or whatever like that, we'll do a free concert for you. And they did. So they showed up in England. And when they were there <clears throat> doing this show in England, uh, the whole crowd just started going, fuck Simon Cowell, <laughs> fuck Simon Cowell. It was pretty awesome. And then they, they donated the proceeds to uh, to the homeless. Did but, you ever, um, sorry, uh, you ever see them on the MTV Awards where the bass player is like really high or something and he climbs up in the rafters uh, no. during the performance and they can't get him down. Like he's up there for like a long time. <laughs> no, no, I didn't see Speaking that. Speaking of rage, it's pretty funny. <clears throat> I will have to see that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I rage was a huge fucking influence on me. It's funny because I didn't mention them in our in our influence thing. Yeah, <laughs> the influence show. Probably the craziest mosh pit I've ever seen was their show uh, at never Plaza seen of Nations. Them. Really, Plaza of Nations. Seen? That's where we saw Pearl Jam and yep, stuff. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So imagine that rage there in that small area. Oh, that'd be a cool. That'd be a cool one. Uh, okay, so. Uh, we got a lot of album, other album covers to possibly cover, but we might not cover that many. We just don't know. Yeah. We're, we're just babbling. Um, but in the meantime, we got some weed here. Now, here's another funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what weed we have. We don't know what kind of weed we have. I got something called uh, Rainbow something or other, and Daryl's got another one, but the letters all rubbed yeah, off the, of the bag, so we don't even know what flavor that is. I got a C and a D left. C, D. Oh, I feel like I'm on uh, Wheel of Fortune here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> C, D. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. Neither. Now, the reason why we're going to smoke two different flavors today, strains, for those weirdos that insist I call it a strain, uh, we're going to smoke the one Daryl's got. We'll see how that tastes. The one I got, I have a specific reason why I want to smoke this one, and the reason why is because uh, I was given some weed and basically supposed to give back a review. Well... I gave my review, and other people had other conflicting type of reviews and stuff. So I wanted to give Daryl a chance to just kind of, I want to get his 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 uh, reaction to it. Should we almost do that one first then? Yeah, let's do it first. Okay. So here, Jack, tell me what you think of the buds. A very important person is going to be listening to this. So, (laughs) but but I want you to be completely honest. Yeah. Okay. If the buds are shit or airy, it smells good to begin with. That's for sure. Okay. Well, the buds are nice and hard for sure. <clears throat> the buds are nice and hard. I will actually. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll uh, if I get the name of this shortly after I post this this podcast, I'll put in the show notes what this the name of this bud is. I did send out a text to ask the guy, but he hasn't gotten back to me yet. And since you guys are complaining so much that we hadn't put out a show for a while, I didn't want to wait for the text. Just by smell and feel, I'm saying it's going to be good. Cool, cool. I agree. I, I thought the buds were nice and tight. Good size, uh, condensed. I've been getting actually a lot of free bud lately from my customers. Just kind of drop by and be like, "Hey, oh yeah, here's some of my stuff." You should promote your uh, your we thing. D- yeah, we we uh, buy um, overstock D 
D&D Treasures and Finds and Treasures. We have a Facebook page, and uh, yeah, we buy like skids of stuff like weekly. Well, I can make that even clearer. He buys skids of things from like, or did you want to not necessarily no, give it's it fine. away? Okay. Yeah, we do like uh, big box overstock. We do Amazon overstock, which is also Costco big box. So, so when you return something at Amazon, they don't put it back up for sale. And they it all goes and in Walmart too, and it all goes on this skid. And then some guy comes along, like this guy, comes along and they buy that skid. You never know what you're gonna get. Some of it works, yeah, it some of it doesn't. Miss, but yeah, but, for the most part, yeah, we do pretty well. But for the most part, I find a lot of people return shit just because the, uh, the wife got pissed off because he bought it, or uh, they want their they, they used it maybe, and then they want their money. They're not going to use it again, that kind of thing. And then, so th- it's a great deal. I love it. I have like my usually dream have, job. Usually, we have stickers on the side saying why the returns too, so that's good. You see, there's another show right there. Some, hey. of, some of them are funny. <laughs> yeah, I had to return because uh, my cat didn't like the smell of it. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I can babble about album covers while you roll. Yeah, do it. So, born in the USA, Bruce Springsteen. I'm sure you recognize. Remember the cover? I do with the baseball cap in the back he's, pocket. He's got like a, was it a baseball cap or I, was it just I, a do-rag? Oh, maybe that. Yeah, yeah. Could be. So he's got this red do-rag hanging. I think it's a, it could be a baseball cap. Anyways, he's got something hanging out of his pocket. It's a picture of his ass in front of the American flag. <laughs> Why does he have a picture of the American or American flag with his ass in front? Well, I guess apparently they took a bunch of pictures of him and he didn't like any of them. He said, uh, the picture of my ass looks would look better than a picture of my face. <laughs> <laughs> so they went with that one. Never been a big Bruce fan, but yeah, he was pretty huge for a while there. Uh, I'm not a huge Bruce fan. I give him a lot of respect for the music that he did. Um, I listened to his audiobook, and the, the book was really, really good, I have to say. Uh, so that got me a bit more into him. But um, I don't think he ever had issues like alcohol, drugs, or anything. A uh, little bit of alcohol. He got a zero eight not too long ago on oh, his really? motorcycle. Yeah, he pulled over, and some guys were like, holy fuck, it's Bruce. Oh, fire in a hole. He, they gave him a shot or something like that, and they drove down the road. I, I don't know if it was a problem, though. I'm not sure. So anyways, Daryl's sucking on this, uh, whatever it's called. It was rainbow something, I can tell you that much. Oh, I really like that flavor. You're kidding me. Okay. No, I do. Well, I guess I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, it's not bad. Okay, here's the reason why I had you test that blindly. The guy I got it from wants a review. He gives me weed once in a while. He wants a review. So I gave him my honest review because that's what he wants. And I said the buds were good. The buds is actually really nice too. It's and a little bit perfumey. Perfumey, okay. I kind of get that a little bit. See, I got I got that it was like it hadn't been flushed and it was harsh and, and just not very good tasting. No, I don't get that from it myself. Not saying you're wrong, but that just what I'm tasting. And it could be, I, I guess it could have gone. Are you still getting that taste this time too? Um, seems to be a little better, but like the first time, maybe I got a rogue bud that was just bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Had some kind of weird flavor to it, but, and it's important because I was talking to the guy that grew it and I find growers, a lot of times they look at their own weed through rose, <laughs> rose colored glasses and it's, <clears throat> oh, yeah, it's yeah. fucking awesome. And I didn't think so, but <clears throat> I had about three or four people that commented about it and I was the only one that had a... a a thing about, but I did have COVID. Hey, maybe I got some kind of tasting <laughs> going on from that. No, no. I'd, I'd buy that for sure. Okay. Well, sorry, buddy. I was wrong. <laughs> oh, your apology. Go ahead and sell your weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad about it. <laughs> My number is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, weed cough. It burns very nice. Like, it's not black or anything like that. <laughs> See, that shit tickles the back of my throat. It makes me want to cough. I hate coughing so fucking much. I'll actually avoid different strains. Like, if something makes me cough, it's like, I, nah, I'm good. But uh, here's another album you've totally are familiar with Nirvana, never mind. Yeah. So what's your story behind that with the baby floating in the money in front of him and he's in the water? I think they were watching some documentary on something and got it from that, from what I've heard. Yeah, I'm not sure. There's actually a whole lot of, there's so many stories out there about it. I, the I, guy just recently sued them? Yeah, I, I think that's true. Yeah. There was some like kind of years situation. Later. Yeah, they always, somebody always comes up from the fucking out of the woodwork, right? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, like, what year was that album? Oh, 91. So we're talking a lot of years. Yeah. What was another album? Oh, you know, uh, I want to talk about Phil Hartman when it comes to album covers. You know Phil Hartman, right? Yeah, I like Phil. Uh, well, fuck, who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter if you're into McDonald's food, Cheetos, uh, Saturday Night Live, The Simpsons. If you into that, uh, any of them. What was the show he was on with uh, Joe Rogan? Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? News Radio. I do. News Radio. That was, pre- that was pretty good for its time. It was. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I didn't uh, take note of that particular shit, though, yeah. like what show it was. But I, I never actually watched that too much. I saw it enough, but I, I saw Yeah, I've never watched it like all Siri or whatever, but once in a while. If it was on, I would leave it, you know? But anybody who doesn't know who Phil Hartman is, he he was on Saturday Night Live. He did a character called uh, Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer, one of his stupid char- characters. But I do have to point out, um, when somebody says the word unthawing, I have to say, I think you're a fucking idiot. Because <laughs> when you're thawing something, you're taking it from being frozen and, and, and putting it into not frozen, which is thawed. When you unthaw something, you're freezing it again. So stop saying that. So anyways, they say the unfrozen caveman lawyer is a joke. Totally. And what about, did you watch Saturday Night Live? I wasn't a big Saturday Night Live watcher, no. No, it's okay. I'll still talk I do to you. Like, I do like, no, I like it, but I've just <laughs> never got around to watching it. Uh, I watched Saturday Night Live. Can't say absolutely every single episode, but I was totally from the era. You 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 didn't live in Ontario, did you? Mm-hmm. What part? I was from Ontario. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I thought. But I well, see. I met you uh, but then here. I, I moved uh, out of Ontario when I was like six, and then back when I was fifteen. So what part of Ontario was that again? I started Kitchener? out in uh, Etobicoke, and then we moved to Kitchener, and then uh, St. Catharines, where we ended up. Gotcha, but I didn't know you at that time. I met no. you out in yeah. BC, and then it turns out we both lived in Saskatchewan. We both lived in Ontario. But I find a lot of times when people move to a, a province, the people who from from the another province, so say we're out here, and you got people. I'm from Ontario, and I'd be hanging out with pe- other people that tend to be from Ontario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that works. So, anyways, uh, back to uh, Phil Hartman. So he did the uh, voice of Deep Thoughts. So that's the reason why I brought up the Saturday Live. You probably must have heard some of that shit, I though. Pretty, right? I'm sure I have. This is deep thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do the voice. Yeah, yeah. And if you're a Simpson person, he did Troy McClure, um, Fat Tony. Well, that's what I was trying to think of with the Simpson thing. Lyle Hutz did all kinds of voices, lots of commercials and shit. But before, the reason why I'm talking about Phil Hartman so much is be- before he became famous as far as being an actor, he actually was a, a design artist or a art, like a yep, yep. commercials and uh, posters and just mostly for ads, though. Like it wasn't really an artistic thing. Well, I was artistic, but it wasn't for the art part. It was for the business part of it. And he did uh, album covers for Poco. He must have done, I think, seven albums wow, covers for that. America. He huh. did. He did one. I'll never for, do any of that. That's cool. Yeah, he, and they're they're from. You're familiar with them too. When you look at you look at either one of those albums, Poco. Uh, there was a Crosby, Stills and Nash album he did too. Yeah. Like he was. It was no. 
He wasn't he wasn't a rookie. He was a fucking pro. He was pretty awesome. And then how he died. Do you remember how he died? They blame Andy Dick for that a little bit. Eh? I watched how the some fuck doc- is that? Because apparently Andy Dick took his wife out that night and got her all coked up. Oh, that's probably possible. And then went home <laughs> and did what she did. No way. Yeah. I had not heard that. Because he's a mess. <laughs> he is. He is. He was part of the, that uh, radio show that I watch occasionally, yeah, yeah. listen to occasionally. <laughs> and he was he was a big part of the Howard Stern Show for a while. And so you get to know somebody. If you're on the Howard yeah. Stern Show, man, I'm telling you, they're going to know everything from what size underwear you wear, who you dated <laughs> first, whatever, all kinds of shit. Yeah, I don't know what I was watching, but there's some documentary <laughs> on it and- yeah, they were blaming him quite a bit. Well, I'm interested. I want to see that now. But uh, how he died was, so he was a pretty straight guy, but his wife, Bryn, I can never remember how to say her name, B-R-Y-N-N, uh, they'd been married for quite a few years, and uh, she was a cokehead. She was all into stuff, and then rehab, and then back, and fucking slipping, and she was just a fucking mess. He was sick of her shit. He was pretty much ready to leave. He might have actually told her, I'm fucking leaving, and then went to sleep. Yeah. And then she fucking kills him, and then kills herself. Fucking shot him, and then shot herself. Like, what a fucked up... I, I, just, you don't like yourself, knock yourself out. Just don't fucking yeah, take, take anybody else's shit out with you. Yeah, it's crazy. And the talent, you know? The talent just gone. Yeah. I thought it was just awesome. Yeah, what else would he have done, right? Oh, fuck. Unimaginable. Hey, you want to try this other name, no, nameless weed? Sure. Let's give it a try. <laughs> this is chop the, it up here. Do you know the... the this, the similarities between um, the first Elvis Presley album and London Calling by The Clash? No. You didn't look that? I saw it. I, I couldn't care less about The Clash, so I just okay. fucking... I thought you might have liked The Clash. Scanned right over. <laughs> no. <laughs> they just got the same lettering on the front, the pink and the green. As the, that Elvis album with him shaking his yes. hips? Yeah, they got the Elvis. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I could totally see that. Um, I'm not a Clash fan, eh? <clears throat> no. There was very little punk straight up punk that I got into like I'm talking hardcore original punk yeah like who would you consider punk the clash as soon as I think punk I always think sex pistols automatically sex pistols sure sure what about the Ramones Ramones I like the Ramones I like I like them I'm okay They're with them more but poppy punk or something I don't know yeah poppy punk that's a good way to put it I uh but good they could, good songs even though most of the songs sound all the same but yeah yeah, but remember what Angus Young said. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, some guy said to him, hey, you got, what, I don't know, at the time, 12 albums, and they all sound the same, and, and Angus corrected him and said, no, we have 13 albums, and they all they all sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> totally uh, abbreviating that, though. I was just watching them at that, uh, <clears throat> there was some big festival in the States there where ACDC played. They're getting pretty old, but they're still sounding pretty oh, good. Oh, fuck, they are, and, and there's hardly any of the original guys left. Oh, uh, there's... Well, yeah, if you don't, do you count Brian as an original guy? I guess not, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did a great job, but not necessarily, he was not original. So I but guess it would just be the bass player in Angus, I guess. Is he no, Angus guy? isn't dead. No, that's left. Oh, that's left, sorry. The, well, the, well, not necessarily. A bass player used to be Malcolm. He's gone. No, he Malcolm was rhythm, guitar. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he so I'm wrote, pretty sure Cliff Williams is still there, which would be <clears> bass player. Yeah, he wrote, uh, he wrote like a fucking 80% or so of, of ACDC songs. Well, they got the other young in there now. Like, I don't know if it's brother or cousin. Cousin? Like, is he playing bass? No, he plays the rhythm to fill in since Malcolm's dad, right? Oh, cause, okay. Because I, I did see them. I want to say George. I'm not sure. You've seen ACDC, I'm sure, eh? Only once. Where'd you see him? PC Place. What tour? Shit. Uh, the one with the fucking train. Uh, 
<laughs> no, I don't know that one. Yeah, it's top like of my a newer head. one. Probably like early 2000s. Oh, that early. Okay. Yeah. That was, no, it was, it's a memorable concert because like everybody in BC plays. Like, how many does that hold? Like, uh, 50,000. Yeah, both, fi- I'd say 50,000. Like, there's not a person in the, in the place not singing like every song. I know, right? Which is sort of annoying. I was, it was, <laughs> it was kind of a goosebump moment, really. It really was. Well, there's, it can go two ways. Sometimes it's like, shut the fuck up. I yeah. just paid $200 for this goddamn ticket. <laughs> Not to hear you fucking say. But yeah, but whatever. What other concert is like every single person like into it? Like, well, Taylor Swift. Yeah, well, <laughs> I might not experience that. Oh, you're not a Swifty? Not a Swifty. <laughs> fuck, she's coming to town here soon. Her tickets are just ridiculous. Well, there's a few shows canceled here, right? Like, uh, a few of her shows or a few No, no, like shows just uh, random other shows like uh, Pink canceled everybody was like ready to go i think well what was the reason um some throat thing COVID. oh, I'm oh not okay sure. i got you no i was a few people canceled it to a certain area that they were gonna play it's almost like well there's you ever hear of a uh, little little yachty you know what i'm talking about at all no me either but yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> so let's some, go he's this rap guy but he came to vancouver and um, he told everybody to rush the stage like it was like the Coliseum or Rogers or something. Okay. So everybody rushed down off the... That's yeah, crazy for the video. Like, they stopped the show. They, they Really? Right in the middle. A little yachty. Huh. Yeah, I never heard of him, but yeah. <clears throat> i tell you about... Uh... Oh, I got to think. I'll tell you after. Um, back to album covers. Yeah, back to <laughs> album covers. I, I don't know how much of a Cars guy you were, but off the top of your head... I like the Cars, yeah. Okay, cool. Can you remember the Candio album? Picture of that girl, she's yeah, yeah, sexy and. I'm more picturing the girl with the in the car, but that's a different album. In the like, car, yeah, with the steering wheel. One. Yeah, no, no, I know what the other one is. Yeah, yeah, she's it's like a like a hand drawing, and she's laying across the front of some car, but it's it's just certain lines, just enough lines that you can tell. That oh, fire in the hole. <laughs> People notice when I don't say that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be me necessarily, but there's a couple times we didn't say it, and so they're like, "Hey, you didn't say fire in the hole." <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck, you listen too closely." Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll you'll like this flavor. I think, and we don't have a name. <coughs> I can have a name next time. I just got to ask. Okay, you send me a text or something about yeah. the name, and I'll fucking post it in the show notes. Uh, covers cover cover album. Um, so that particular drawing, the reason why it's anything important is because there was a guy from uh, like, what do you call it when they're dancing around back the old stuff, uh, burlesque. Yeah, and there was a guy. He, he drew all the. Um, pictures for some Zig Zigfield Zigfield or Zigfeld Follies back in the twenties or thirties or something. Like it was a big deal. It means nothing to all of us, I know. But he had retired for he was already been retired for a bazillion years and the cars talked him into coming out of retirement and that was his very last uh drawing. Huh, interesting. Now what about the Beatles the yeah. album covers? You like the Paul is dead stuff and I, I, I know about it but I know a little bit about it, but yeah. Like I know about it, but I don't have any. He's thoughts. walking barefoot on the Abbey yeah, Road he, one. Yeah, he's walking barefoot, and it turns out that on the on the Abbey uh, Abbey Road album, the reason why they're walking the simple out is just they're walking across the street is because they were fucking sick of each other. They didn't have any care to fucking do anything. It was just like take a picture of this. But uh, there he was rumor out. that was it Paul McCartney. There was rumor that he was dead and replaced. Replaced. It's a whole fucking thing. And if you. Do a little research. I'm not going to give you... Maybe I'll do a show on this one particular album, but if you do a little research on Sgt. Pepper's 
cover Sergeant Pepper's supposed, album cover. Supposed to be a lot of hints on there. <clears throat> a lot of hints. I think they're bogus. I don't have I don't have any belief. That I think it's Paul just McCartney. people coming up with shit. You're, Absolutely. You know I mean? <laughs> oh, one of them. One of them is if you hold a fucking mirror up to the the drum the drum kit and you hold it a certain way, you're gonna see th- this letter and that letter, and it means Roman numerals for fucking. <laughs> yeah. It's like holy shit. Yeah, you already got. You've already gone too far. Yeah. And was, then there's even references to like some of the songs of like, oh well, that here's the line. And that's what he said. And they're talking about Paul, Paul being dead. And they even say that um, some other song guy sing along. He mentions the name. He's like, oh, that's the name of the guy that replaced Paul. <laughs> this stuff is all right. Yeah, nice and smooth. I don't see. I don't get that fucking uh, flavor kick though. No. I, I, that's the thing. I like smoking weed for the flavor kick. I like. Yeah. The no, blueberry. I, I totally agree. Sometimes like a fruity whatever. Um, one of the most flavorful ones I ever got was green crack the first time. Second, two other times I got a different grower. It totally didn't have the same flavor. I'm still going to stick with God's vagina. <clears throat> oh, yeah, right, right. I know we talked about that. It's just like flavor means, to me, when it comes to weed, flavor means a lot. I will just fucking not smoke a certain a weed if it doesn't taste good. Couldn't care less about... I do care about the buzz, but I'm just saying, if the weed tasted so good, I would rather have that. There was something else, donkey something, that was, like, really good, taste-wise. I don't want to be obvious to say it was, like, donkey dick, or... It was some dumb, you know. Yeah, there's all kinds of dumb names, and I we've mentioned this before, but what I really like is if, you have give, if you're going to give your weed a name, come up with a name that has to do with the two strains or six strains or whatever that make that weed, and then I know kind of what we're talking about. <clears throat> but this isn't too, you know, I'm not coughing. No, it's pretty smooth. Wish I had a name for you all. I'll give you some fucking <laughs> yeah. sort of breakdown of either one of these. But in the meantime, we're smoking doobies. You wanted a show. We weren't prepared. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else I got. What about the front of Fleetwood Mac co- um, rumors? Yeah. I don't know much about that, but it's yeah, it's a pretty famous. You know, the top, you know in your head, can you yeah, picture it yeah. though? So Mick Fleetwood's got his foot up on a little stool and... Stevie Nicks is coming in all mysterious, on the, and that's about it as far as the picture. But and you know it's all whatever, great looking picture and stuff. And for some reason, there's there's two balls hanging down in between his legs. I never noticed it. The whole I've, fucking I never ever noticed. I it. have to look it up now because I've never <coughs> noticed it either. I never ever <laughs> noticed it. And here he's got these two, and now it's like so obvious. Everybody else probably they're going, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> but yeah, he's got these two balls hanging down. And there still isn't really an answer of what it's about, but he did used to have like these methodical, if that's the right word, but like where you kind of juggle them, a stress reliever deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You kind of juggle in your hand and uh, had somebody, I had read in one place that those were his stress balls that he would just manipulate with his hands, keep his hands limber and stress reliever. Like a, what did they have? A fidget spinner yeah. recently. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Stupid things. <laughs> I don't get it, but yeah, I guess it keeps the kid entertained. Another one was uh, Super Tramp we were talking about just the other day. Yeah, I was just looking that up. <clears throat> and uh, you were saying there was some yeah, kind of subliminal 911 shit in there, eh? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, they released it in 79. Shows the skyline of New York City. Hey, before you tell me that story, you know that girl in the front there? Yeah. They had an, uh, this gorgeous model they were going to use. They were trying to get that American diner type of look and feel to the to the person and, and busyness and all that kind of stuff. And, um, we're talking about the Super Tramp. What's the name of the album? Breakfast in, Breakfast in America. Yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously I can't show you a picture of it, but if you don't know it, look it up. You'll see what I'm talking about. Anyways, the girl, they ended up hiring her. And you know where they went looking for her was a specifically 
Ugly Model Agency, they called it. It was oh, really? actually from a place called the Ugly Model Agency because they wanted to have more of a authentic 50s diner type of a girl rather than this, uh, I don't know, you know, model or whatever. So they went there, and I just thought that was hilarious. And she's great. She actually, after this gig, she ended up traveling with them on tour and and opening shows for, like, like what a change in your life. First, you're, you're fucking too ugly to go to a regular model yeah. gig, <laughs> yeah. and then you fucking, you actually end up at this place, and you get a kick-ass gig like that, and then they take you. I'm good, thanks, man. Yeah, not um, too bad on the bud there. I think they're stretching it, though. They've got the Twin Towers, right? Oh, yeah. And then they're saying the U and the P, if it's upside down, it'd be 9-11. Okay. Yeah. I, I can see somebody that's like yeah. <laughs> stupid fucking yeah. pointing that yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> or very stoned. Uh-huh. Probably both. And no, there's more to it though. Wasn't there something about a plane flying into it and everything? Yeah, I'm trying to find it here. Well, there was a plane on the top, wasn't there? Floating. Squ- uh, it squirting. says that the fireball at the top is supposed to re- supposed to be the plane crash. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Yeah. Did you listen to that album when it came out? No. No way. I did. I, did I, I, I mean, I don't hate them or anything, but I didn't own it or nothing. I wasn't. Uh, I'm not a like right now. I'm not a super tramp fan, but like no, I can't say I'm not a fan. But I don't have put on their CDs or go out of my way. But when that album came out, there was an album they had before that. Again, I wasn't ready to talk about it. So I can't think of it. I had that song "School," and that was a little bit more rocky. And Super Tramp, I understand, was a band that was put together. You know, remember Simon Cowell put together what was that boy band he put together from the single uh, people I know what you're talking about but I don't know the name One Direction okay right okay I think that's it I had that in my head but I thought that was wrong okay <laughs> Super Tramp is basically a One Direction situation back in the 60s this, these rich guys I think maybe it could have been one single guy I don't know he wanted to be he couldn't be in a band he wasn't he didn't have any talent so he fucking oh you're a drummer I'll do this I'll do that and he put them together and he just like, no, I never knew that yeah, they didn't even fucking I, I don't know if they knew each other much or at all but just this guy just put them together and Pink Floyd's got a, quite a few albums that have quite, you know, quite the story, like the Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Okay. Can you picture it in your head? Yeah. You got oh, the yeah. light coming in, yeah, your prism. Yeah. So, at the time, they were just coming out with being because Pink Floyd is known for their laser light shows or any type of light shows, but they're totally known for their light shows. Have you seen them? Pink Floyd. Yeah. Yeah, I actually did see them. I ended up in the newspaper the day after I saw them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was just coming out of the concert, and this person came up and. Stuck a mic in my face, asked me a couple questions, and it turned out she worked for... Here? That, no, this was in Calgary. Okay. She worked for some newspaper down there. Probably It was the the big newspaper, whatever they call it, probably the Calgary Sun or something. I yeah, have yeah. no clue. And there it was, fucking front page. Not a picture of me, but quotes. Because hmm. it's like, oh, you, oh I never, you know, always wanted to see him, never had a chance, might be my last chance, that kind of shit. Saw the wall, to, wall tour with just David Gilmore, though. Yeah. No, I've never seen them. Had a couple of tall, black, doo-wop girls in the back, and their hair was so fucking long when they would dance this way. It was swinging, flicking, flicking. It was fucking so sexy. <laughs> 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 they were good-looking girls, but I'm sure that they're, like, old and wrinkled now. Did you know why the Back in Black album was black? No, talk to me. It's supposed to be, like, for Juan Scott dying. Like they just had I thought black. that, second you said it, I thought it was, it was kind of obvious, but I yeah. thought, okay, well, <laughs> I can't say yes. You asked me if I knew. I didn't. So there's my answer. That's pretty interesting, though. That's cool. So what year did that album come out? 1981? Um, 80? 81. Yeah, there's a couple songs on there where, uh, if you really research it, you can hear the Bon Scott doing those ones. I don't know. There's still the rumors that they found his book or whatever and used his lyrics on that. 
on that album? Yeah. Well, they were already, well, that could be true because they were already. Um, and recording it, yeah. They had already done like two or maybe three songs with, yeah, yeah. with, with Bon Scott into that album. And there's a version of both. And, lyri- and the lyrics kind of changed later on after that. So who knows, right? Yeah. I'd say I'd say definitely some of it was his. I I would too. Well, because I mean, what, like I said, they would it had, have been as huge? I don't know. Uh, I know? don't know. They were getting pretty big at that time. Yeah, and but then him dying and stuff kind of that always you know. boosts the band for sure. But usually, what happens is, as and then the replacement knows, usually sucks. Right? Usually yeah. sucks. They, you know, everybody's excited. and then that's like their biggest album. Like I know, right? One of the biggest albums ever. Never, I know. Never mind just them. It was the strangest thing, and I it still sells like. I was reading like how many that sells a week still like back in black. Sure, absolutely. A lot, a lot of people I talk to because in my industry where I work, the industry that I work in, a lot of the people are quite young, and I was quite surprised to see how many of them are getting into the older shit. Like, yeah, I'll be like, oh yeah, you probably wouldn't know this song, and I'll talk about something, and they're like, oh fuck, are you kidding me? I love D- Gary Newman or I even, <laughs> even find it weird. My Gary Newman. my fourteen year old daughter. And her friends are like huge new metal fans, like Corn, <coughs> Limp Biscuit, stuff like that. Like you know, I thought they'd be into the newer stuff, right? They hate all the new stuff. Yeah, and that kind of seems to be the way generations go. Yeah. What do you think of the new new stuff? Like, I mean, I really mean, new. There's good music and there's bad always, right? So, who who out of the last like five six years that you'll actually listen to go your way to here? Fuck, that's a hard one. <laughs> like a new band. Doesn't have to be too new necessarily. Yeah, like you know, new like your kids. You new like you would think this is what my kids listen to. Damn. That you actually like, like Twenty One Pilots or. Yeah, I mean, I can handle that kind of stuff, but it seems like my kids are kind of more listening to what I listen to anyway now. Yeah, but if you actually rewind and listen to our first shows, this is exactly what we were saying about our parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I know. We're old. We listen to the <laughs> shit, but you end up. I don't know if it's because your parents are playing that music and it gets in your head and you listen yeah. to it a little bit thinking, you know, almost nostalgic as a kid. Because I, I would I would listen to Patsy Cline albums and Buddy Holly. But at the same time, I was listening to Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin because that was a new thing coming out. Pretty new. The metal stuff at the time. But I would always reach back. And the ones I always tend to reach back to were the ones that my parents listened to. I always think it's cool now because Caden will come on and be like, have you heard this band? Yeah, uh, usually I have, but sometimes he's introduced me to a few things I can't think offhand. But yeah, I showed my kid that what the hell was the name of that that McDonald's band you were talking about? Oh, uh, uh, Max Sabbath. Yeah, that's hilarious. Eh? <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> but you, it's so ridiculous. It's like good. It right? is, and they sing about nothing they, but McDonald's. Like they change modern Black Sabbath songs to McDonald's freaking lyrics. lyrics. Yeah. It's bizarre. And they fry burgers on stage, <laughs> and they all dress up like Grimace is the bass player. Yeah, but uh, do they all have they all have a spooky thing to them too? Don't they? Uh, like, uh, yeah, like, isn't there kind of a scary thing? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, definitely. With the especially uh, with Ronald. Ronald for sure. You know what Grimace is supposed to be? You know they all got their shape. They got the burglar dude. And I know. Shit. People say he's a butt plug. No. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. Um, no, everybody's talking about you know because you know it's pretty obvious whatever. But yes, everybody's like, yeah. what the fuck is Grimace? He's supposed to be a taste bud. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, he's a taste bud. I I miss all that shit. But they, what? All the stuff like that. You know, this can't have it anymore. And, oh, right. Any kind of advertising <clears throat> like that, right? Yeah, true. That is true. Oh, man, I'm watching, I've been watching um, 
All in the Family. See, your dad probably watched All in the Family. You I've picked up it. on yeah, it when yeah. you were yeah, really yeah. young and shit, right? And the stuff that's said on that show, man, you could not get away with these days. And oh. some of it's not even necessarily offensive because they're trying to show how what an idiot, um, how an idiot talks. Like that's what the character Archie is. But if you, whatever, I'm not going to go down that whole road. <laughs> it just kind of made me crack I up. Came across a show yesterday. It's called um, The Whitest People or something. It's like a kind of like Kids in the Hall. Okay. Oh man, it, it, I'll have to send you. It's so funny. Holy fuck! Did you ever see the fucking wonderful Wild Whites? No. I, I'm sure that that's if you Google those words, you would come up with. It would it would pop. I'm sure it's the wonderful world, of well something like that. Anyway, it's this hillbilly t- uh, family, <laughs> in uh, like up in the mountains and shit, and it's just their life. They, they had a, their uncle was this guy. Actually, this does relate to music because he was. Uh, He's known for his, his, you know, what do you call it, dancing, the jig dancing shit? Yeah. <laughs> he's known for that, but he's just... Beverly it's, Hillbilly's dance. It's ridiculous, but it's interesting and funny. But anyways, you got to check that out. I, I, I couldn't tell you the actual name. Again, babbling about shit we weren't going to yeah. talk about. Yeah, exactly. Hey, if it didn't work, we wouldn't smoke it and spend money on it, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so we got that happening too. Anyways, we didn't cover as many album covers as I thought we would, but uh, whatever. There's always another show. Yep. Um, you got any plugs? Uh, not well. You got that tragically hip thing happening tomorrow, but right. no one will hear about that till it's over. True, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. Okay, uh, maybe I'll go to it and I'll tell you all what it was like. Yeah, but yeah. Just tragically hip cover band playing in Mission tomorrow Saturday. Tomorrow Saturday. So you aren't aren't gonna make it. <laughs> but yeah. maybe we'll plug whatever. We should talk to the Captain's Pub. We seem to plug a lot of their shit. Yeah. No, it's good. Good food for sure down there. Definitely go down and check it out. It's always free for bands. Kick ass. But anyways, let's uh, let's cut it here. I will talk to you next week. And um, peace and love. Cheers. <laughs>